Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles. His name's... Henry. I don't know what his name is. Just that he's German. Jeremy said it was all his idea. Jeremy, I don't think you had a chance to meet my partner, Detective Hawk. Detective? Listen, I told the police everything I know about what happened. I did it because I know she wouldn't go for it. It took a lot of convincing to get her to go along with it. And the German? What German? Miss Florina said that you told her that it was the German's idea. That's just a misunderstanding. All right. Who are you? What do you mean? Rage? Federation, Stip, you're not making any sense. I'll get to the bottom of this, and I'm sure you'll be right there. Officer Nelson? This is Detective Hawk. I need a background check done. I'll get right on it. Here, miss. This is Kate. I may have found something important. Let me do some checking. In the meantime, can you send me any additional information on him? Hawk. Detective, we might have a problem with his background check. Jerome Park, he went missing in action during the bombing of Bremen. 1943. And now, episode 12, The Gunner. You're telling me that Jeremy Parks is coming up as Jerome Parks and he went missing in 1943? According to the social that Matt gave me, yes. I'm sure it's probably his grandfather. There's got to be a reason he used that number. Send me what you got. In the meantime, run more checks. Do we have his prints on file? If his name is Jerome, we do. But other than that, no. We don't have Jeremy's prints on hand. Well, looks like we'll have to pay Jeremy slash Jerome a little visit. I'll bring him in for questioning. Thanks, rookie. Anytime, detective. And I do mean anytime. You never give up, do you? Bad news, partner? Nelson just called me with some background on Parks. Well, that was quick. Jeremy Parks' social security number came back as Jerome Parks. That's interesting. Uh, does Mr. Parks have a reason for changing his name? Does he have a record? Yes, quite a distinguished one, in fact. Really? Several commendations for bravery and a Purple Heart. A posthumous Purple Heart. What? Killed in action? Missing. Over Bremen, Germany. On April 17, 1943. As a member of the 8 Air Force in the largest mission to that date. Well, it's pretty obvious that he took the identity of a relative, but why? I'm on my way to talk to him now. We don't have enough to get an arrest warrant. I'm hoping I can get him to come back to the station and give us his prints. We don't have his prints? No prints, no driver's license, no real social security card, nothing. You know, the more we dig into this little caper, the weirder it gets. You up for a short ride? What, to East Roswell? <laughs> Very funny, Barney Fife. Well, it certainly looks different uh, than the first day we arrived. Yeah, I thought it was crazy when we were out here earlier. This is a circus now. Uh, there's Miss Farina now. Miss Farina! 
Uh, just a moment of your time. Detectives! Can you believe this? This is crazy! I don't know what I would have done without my friends to help. I can't believe Jeremy just up and left! Jeremy isn't here? Do you know where we can find him? If I did, Detective, I'd send someone after him and bring back a piece of his hide. When did you last see him? Right after you left. He ran into the office, grabbed some things, and said he was going to quit. Can you believe that? After all he went through to bring business here, he ups and quits. What sort of things did he get from the office? I couldn't tell. There were some papers, I think, and a small box. Listen, we're really busy right now. Can I get back to work now? Do you mind if we look around in the office? Maybe we can get a clue as to what he took. I didn't realize that telling a fib to the police was such a big crime. Sure, go ahead. Jeremy had a small desk, just to the left as you go in. I'll be right with you. All right, Kate. What are we looking for? I think this'll do. A coffee cup. And judging from the lack of bright red lipstick I saw on Ellen, I'd say it was his. Hey, Jim, grab that bag over there. I'm going to collect a stapler. And maybe this paper pad. Ah, here you go. You see something on the pad? Well, the way it's sitting in the middle of his desk, this pencil lying here in the middle of it, I'm hoping he wrote something down. Maybe the lab can pull up some writing. It's worth a shot. Oh, maybe we should get a record of calls from this phone. You know, I don't get it. He was probably facing a small fine or short confinement. Possibly even just probation. So why run? No social, no prints, no identity, and going into court? Not a good combination for somebody who's obviously trying to hide. I think I'll do some more digging into this Jerome Parks. Maybe there's a genealogy path that might lead us to Jeremy. Ah, sounds like a plan. Hey, while we're here, you want to take the tour? No thanks. Been there, done that. In the course of a few short days, this case went from a mild curiosity to finding a spacecraft, to meeting aliens, finding out that my father isn't missing, and now chasing ghosts. Barnes and I got back to the precinct and finished the day, doing paperwork and general office stuff. And I faxed Pierman what I had on Parks. I couldn't wait to get back to the apartment. I had a feeling it was going to be one of those nights. Two glasses of Chardonnay. Maybe three. But before I could even pop a cork, my phone was ringing. Mr. Pierman, you have something for me? He's not one of ours. We ran the information that you sent and came up with the same results. Well, I was going to start a family history search on Jerome Parks just to see if it would lead me back to Jeremy. No need to, Kate. We've done that search. Jerome Parks was an only child, and as far as we can determine, he had no direct descendants. So, no nephews? Cousins? Nothing? Nothing, Kate. Corporal Jerome Parks, a.k.a. Gunner, was shot down over Bremen, Germany on April 17, 1943. The crew managed to fly the plane towards the Netherlands before bailing out over Dollard Bay, where the Dutch underground picked them up. The last man out reported that Gunner stayed on his 50 cows shooting down German fighters. No one saw his shoot. They presumed that he went down with the plane over the North Sea. His B-17 was never found. Unfortunately, we have no record of what happened to him. He's officially listed as missing in action and presumed dead. Why doesn't that surprise me? Are you going to tell me that he also hit a tear in the dimensional fabric like my father? If he did, Kate, we don't have any record of him on our side. With similar names and Jeremy using Jerome's service number to get a social security number, there has to be a solid connection. And how can his prints match Jerome's? It could very well be that Jeremy... 
Jeremy took Jerome's identity because there was no next of kin, and a body was never found. As for the prince, it's possible that he was able to replace Jerome's with his own in the records. But why, then, would he be working with Von Longer, a former Nazi scientist? There has to be a connection, and I'm going to find it. I have no doubt that you will, Kate Hawk. No doubt. I'll contact you if we find anything. Thank you. Good morning. Another beautiful day in the special investigation section. Anything new and exciting? Amazingly, it was a pretty quiet night. We're running uh, financials and phone records on Pox. Any red flags yet? Uh, the phone records exist only from the store. Unfortunately, Pox was using a burner phone. Nothing out of the ordinary on the store phone. As far as financials, uh, Nelson's still working on them. And Nelson is finished. Hey. Did I just hear you say Nelson is still working on them? Ah, uh, slip of the tongue, rookie. Did you find anything? Parks had no bank records, no loans, no credit card, no paper trail or money or transactions. He had to have paid rent or electricity or insurance or something. We contacted his landlady. She said that he paid his rent up front in cash every month. Utilities were included. He didn't have a driver's license, so no insurance. Did you check with the state or the IRS? He would have had to file taxes. Uncle Sam would make sure of it. He's using a dead man's social. There's no record of him anywhere. Well, there's a little more we can tack on to Miss Florina and Jeremy's charges. Tax evasion. Oh, looks like we're going to have to pay Ellen another visit. I can drive. You can file. Look, Rookie, we need you here. Keep digging into Parks' past. There has to be something. He couldn't have been off the grid his whole life. And based on this new info... Let's file for a warrant to search his apartment. All right. Hey, you hear that? She needs me. I'll go and have another talk with the store owner. I'll follow up with Nelson to get this warrant. I'll call you when I have something. Detective, back again? What do you need now? I need answers, Miss Florina. Can we go to your office? Okay. Angela, could you cover me for a few minutes? Thanks. Now, what do you need? We've been going through Jeremy's financials and we can't find any record of a W-2 or pay stubs, nor can we find records for workers' comp or insurance. That's because I really didn't pay Jeremy. Are you telling me that Jeremy worked here for nothing? No. Jeremy insisted on not receiving money for working. We set up a store account. He took out what I owed him in merchandise. It worked well for me because he agreed to pay retail, so it cost me less. If you only bartered with him, how did he pay rent or anything else he needed? He told me that he came for money. He said he was only working to give some purpose in his life. I really didn't buy that. I always felt he was hiding from his past, but it was working well for me, so who was I to ask? Did he ever talk about his past? Where his wealth came from? Like I said, Detective, it really wasn't any of my business. Jeremy was a good worker. He worked for cheap, and the way my business was struggling, I wasn't going to rock the boat. Excuse me a moment, it's my partner. What do you have, Jim? Kate, the judge signed off on the warrant. I'm heading over to Jeremy's apartment with uniforms from Southeast. I'll meet you there. You have the address, right? Yeah, I'll meet you there. I'm leaving now. Miss Florina, this investigation has moved from being a prank to a case of identity theft. Identity theft? Jeremy? 
Are you sure you can't tell me anything more about him? Did he ever talk about his past? Relatives? Jobs? Anything? Not that I can think of. But if I do recall something that might be of help, I'll let you know. I appreciate that. Thank you. Here's my card. Call me anytime. I informed Miss Florina that our investigation was going to continue and that we'd return for more questioning. On the way over, I found myself in the usual position, more questions than answers. How did Jeremy survive on just bartering groceries? What was the source of his income? I met up with Barnes and Uniforms from Southeast. The landlady led us up a flight of stairs to Jeremy's apartment. Hopefully, I could get some answers to make sense of everything. Well, this is it, apartment 203. Let me know if you need anything. And also, if Mr. Parks isn't returning, I need to know when I can rent the apartment. I can't afford to let it sit empty. Jeremy paid you in cash, up front each month, right? Yes. He was always prompt with the rent. He seemed like a nice young man. So I guess I'm good for a couple of weeks. Here you go. What in God's name? What have Barnes and Hawk found? What is the great mystery that Jeremy Parks or Jerome is hiding? Be sure to find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, The Plans. Sweet Sue has been tied to the railroad tracks. Will our hero save her? Well, of course, the hero always prevails on Thriller Thursdays. I'm John Bell, the hero that rarely prevails in Bells in the Bat Free, the comedy show you can hear every Friday Follies and a bunch of Sunday showcases. Oops, looks like the hero may have been a tad late there.